Welcome to Crime Fix. I'm your host, Brianna. Merry Christmas, everybody, if you are celebrating. It was definitely a white Christmas here in Michigan. We got a ton of snow. I don't know about you all, but we haven't even shoveled or snowballed yet because it just keeps coming down, basically. But today I wanted to tell you about a case that I heard earlier in the summer um, when I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Morbid. And then uh, maybe like a week or two ago, it was on the Christmas episode of Crime Countdown. So I am going to tell you about the Covina Massacre. So a little bit of background. Um, Bruce Pardo and Sylvia Pardo had just finalized their divorce on December 18th, 2008. Bruce had just lost his job earlier in the year, so he was kind of having a tough time through all of this. Sylvia went to her parents' house on Christmas Eve to celebrate. Her parents were Joseph and Alice, and her siblings were also there, James, Charles, Letitia, and Alicia, as well as their kids, so Sylvia's nieces and nephews. And this home was in Covina, which is a suburb just outside of Los Angeles. They were still celebrating the holiday at about 11.30 p.m. when Bruce walked into the home in a uh, Santa suit. He was carrying a gift box, which contained a homemade flamethrower, and he also had a 9mm gun. An 8-year-old greeted him at the door, obviously, you know, thinking it was Santa. Um, reports say he may or may have not picked the child up, but he was the first person that, um, or she was the first person that he shot. He shot her in the freaking face. I don't know if this was like pure luck or she saw it coming, um, but she turned her head at the last second, so it just hit her cheek. So this probably saved her life. She didn't perish in the attack. After she was shot, he immediately began firing at other people in the home. Some family members just started fleeing. Others hid under the dining room table. And someone even recognized him in the costume and the beard and everything, screaming, it's Bruce. So he executed his in-laws and his ex-wife while they hid under the table. After the shooting, he used the flamethrower to spray the home with gasoline. He fled the scene. While well, the sister, Letitia, um, went to the neighbors who called the police. The 8-year-old survived, as well as a 16-year-old and a 20-year-old, and Letitia and her husband. Everyone else, unfortunately, did perish. It took an hour and a half and over 50 firefighters to extinguish the fire. At the scene, neighbors told investigators about a car that they had seen leaving right after the fire had happened. The police put out an ABP on the car um, while investigators searched through what was left of the house. The bodies were burned beyond recognition and had to be identified by dental records. A total of nine people were, were killed, and it was either by the fire or gunshot wounds. 30 miles away in Silmar, California, police were called to the home of Brad Pardo, which was Bruce's brother, Bruce Pardo was found dead, lying in a pool of blood, from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. It was clearly a suicide, police could tell. So after the initial attack in Covina, Pardo fled to his brother's house. He had severe second and third degree burns from the fire. Part of the Santa suit even, like, melted into his skin. Police found a plane ticket 
almost 20k in cash and multiple other guns. His personal vehicle had been rigged to explode even when the Santa suit was removed. So his car did explode, but no one was hurt in the um, explosion at all. And Pardo also had a rental car. Uh, it had food, water, clothing, and maps of the U.S. and Mexico. The car was parked near the divorce attorney's home. Investigators believe that after the initial attack, his plan was to drive to the attorney, kill the attorney, and then flee to Mexico. But he ended up injuring himself too bad. So it, police don't know, obviously, if he just felt bad about what just happened or that he was too injured. So he just ended up killing himself. So I know this kind of puts a damper on the holidays, but it's just too crazy of a story not to tell. So if you want to talk about this case or any of the other cases, you can follow the Crime Fixes Twitter at Podcast Crime Fix.